April 2007 edition of the More Beer Monthly Podcast. This month, we'll introduce you to More Flavor team member Tristan Johnson, update your More Flavor event calendar, and of course, let you in on some great discounts on cool products from our ever-growing catalog. We've also added a new feature to the podcast this month that will give you a quick brewing tip each episode from More Flavor owner partner Chris Graham. Let's begin by taking a look at what's happening in the Concord showroom this month. We told you back in February that now is the season to get into wine with More Wine's annual wine equipment pre-order sale, and we meant it, but the sale is about to end. Go to morewinemaking.com and order by April 15th to receive up to 15% off on hundreds of select winemaking equipment products. That's morewinemaking.com, but remember, you've only got until April 15th, so act fast. The More Beer Knowledge Center Classroom has two great classes coming up. On April 28th, nationally awarded brewer and showroom manager John Plisse will be holding a class on sanitation techniques. It's the most important part of your brewing process, and John will walk you through all the techniques, tips, and tricks to proper sanitation for infection-free brewing. The class is from 4.30 to 6 on April 28th and costs just $10. On May 5th, pro brewer Jason Brett of Lodi Brewing Company will be holding class on all-grain brewing. If you've ever wanted to make the jump from extract to all-grain, this is a great opportunity to learn how from a professional. The class will be from 10 to 3 on May 5th and costs $30. All classes are held in the Concord Showroom Knowledge Center. Contact John Plisse at P at morebeer.com or by calling the showroom at 800-600-0033. Looking ahead at our event calendar, the National Homebrewers Conference is closing in fast. This year, it's in Denver, Colorado, and as we've been telling you, More Beer will be on location and is the official host of the best night in homebrewing, Club Night. Early bird registration is May 15th, so to save money, register now. Go to Beertown.org for more information. Now, before we introduce you to our featured More Flavor team member this month, since we told you about those coveted brew sculptures in last month's podcast, we thought you might like to see one in action. Stone Brewing Company uses one to test pilot batches, and CEO Greg Cook has made a video of it in his V-Blog. Go to stonebrew.com and search the V-Blog section of their site for the January 25th episode to check it out. Well, now that we're all caught up, let's meet the More Flavor team member in charge of the More Wine Pro Division, Tristan Johnson, and get to know his love for crafting great beverages at home. My name is Tristan Johnson. I'm the brand manager for the More Wine Division of More Flavor Incorporated, which basically makes me the manager for all things home winemaking, which includes research and development, technical support for customers, marketing, website design, basically anything and everything that our home winemakers are going to touch or that's going to touch them. I also do inside sales and technical support for our More Wine Pro division, and I'm the assistant winemaker in our annual house production, running small lots to test out our commercial equipment and hone our own winemaking skills. I've been with More Beer now for three years to the day, actually. Today is my three-year anniversary of the company. I wound up coming into More Beer uh, after meeting Olin at the camera shop that I was working at at the time. He came in with a customer service issue, and I took care of it for him. I guess he was impressed enough with uh, the way things went that he invited me to come down and explore the world of home brewing, which I had already planned on doing. And uh, in that first meeting down at the, the More Beer showroom, he went ahead and offered me a job after we chatted for about an hour and tried some homebrew, and he gave me a pretty good deal on all the rest of the equipment I needed. 
Uh, before starting with more beer, I actually had never brewed a batch of beer. I uh, About one week prior to meeting with Olin, I had stolen all my dad's old home brewing equipment from him with the intention of learning about some fermentation and making some beer. And like I said, met up with Olin uh, and he set me up with the rest of the equipment that I needed. My roommate and I went home and uh, brewed our first batch of Irish Red. Well, I've been homebrewing for uh, three years now since I started with more beer, and I'd say probably my my favorite aspect of homebrewing, besides the relaxation and creativity that gives me on Sunday afternoons, is the fact that I, I can make any different beer style and really keep what I have on tap uh, varied and, and delicious. I love making beer uh, for the simple fact that it's something that I made with my own hands. It's inexpensive, and uh, it, like I said, it's a great way to spend a Sunday afternoon. Probably favorite styles would be uh, red ales, porters, and Belgian pale. I started out brewing uh, really already with the intention of becoming a winemaker, but wanting to uh, learn about fermentation on something that had a quicker turnaround and a smaller volume so that if I made mistakes, they were going to be a little bit easier to handle throwing them away. Brewing and winemaking are both quite similar and then also quite different. Um, Obviously, fermentation is fermentation, but with the much higher sugar levels that uh, and alcohol levels that wine normally exhibits, getting all the way to dryness can be uh, a little bit more difficult. The other thing is that there are no unfermentables in a grape juice, so you're really going to ferment all the way down to no sugar left. Really, the the difficulties that winemakers encounter come in the aging phase. Instead of a couple weeks in the carboy and going into the bottle, the wine is going to sit in bulk for anywhere from from 9 to 24 or even longer, 24 months or even longer in some cases. So keeping the wine free of infection and isolated from oxygen for that entire time period is the real major challenge that winemakers face. Other than that, bottle out of a bottling bucket for small batches of wine and uh, uh, racking is racking and fermentation is fermentation. So there's a lot of similarities. There's certainly no reason that a home brewer should be uh, shy about becoming a home winemaker if they have a passion for wine. The best wine I've ever made, besides uh, taking part in our house production of Cabernet and Zinfandel, is definitely the batch Petite Syrah, 30 gallons of Petite Syrah that I made in 2005 from uh, Brem Vineyard's Frozen Must, came out of the Rutherford Bench in Napa. Really big, deep extracted wine. Uh, left it for 12 months in a new French oak barrel. Took a, the oak very well. Wine's got a lot of power and a lot of depth. It's, it's really a pretty luxurious glass of wine to to sip on it goes great with the chocolate if i had my way about it we'd all be making at least a little bit if we like to drink wine we'd make it at home ourselves there's no reason that uh for our daily drinkers we need to go out and spend seven or ten dollars a bottle when you can do it for four and derive the personal satisfaction from having made it yourself it's not a huge time investment it's just a waiting game and a little bit of space in your garage so there's no reason that we shouldn't be uh, making our own beer making our own wine all the time I came to winemaking actually after a career in photography and camera sales when I got dissatisfied with the pace of commercial photography. For me, winemaking and and brewing as well represented a way that I could explore both a creative aspect of my personality and also a scientific one by, you know, examining the actual chemical changes that happen to a wine as it grows and matures and certainly the exact opposite as far as pace is concerned from commercial photography. There's a big difference between going from shoot to production in one week versus going from crush to bottle in two years with a fine red wine. So definitely polar opposites. But I find that winemaking and brewing both uh, stimulate me in a lot or a lot in the same way that photography did, but without some of the pressures that were there. And so I've uh, really come to enjoy my time at More Beer for sure. 
It's hard to pick one thing that I like the best about making beer and making wine at home. Uh, I'd say that, you know, I really love the personal satisfaction that I derive from being able to relax with a nice glass of beer, a nice glass of wine, and know that I made it myself. Of course, we have great, great people involved in this hobby. Um, everybody that you meet that's a brewer or a winemaker, you get to chatting and they always want to talk about it. You're always going to throw ideas back and forth. And I think it's a really great way to forge a bond with a person. Of course, there's also the uh, the big smile on all your friends' faces when you take that batch of beer over to a party and, and everybody's really enjoying it. And, you know, you didn't have to go out and spend a bunch of money for everybody to get together and have a good time. Now, let's take a look at our more beer-featured item this month. In honor of our wine manager, Tristan, and also something different for you homebrewers, our featured items this month are oak cubes. Available in different varieties of American, French, and Hungarian, oak cubes are essential in getting authentic barrel-aged flavors in your wine. If you're a brewer, you can get the same barrel-aging results as winemakers by adding them to your conditioning vessels. Each variety of oak holds the ability to impart different natural wood flavors to your beer and wine. Search Oak Chips on morebeer.com and read about the different flavors and quantities available to you. Then, try some in your next brew to add that barrel-aged complexity you've been looking for without the cost and maintenance of a traditional barrel. And for you winemakers out there, we've got two great discounts this month to save you money on some essentials. First, mention this ad and get $5 off any Wine Expert Concentrate Kit. Wine Expert is the world's largest producer of winemaking concentrate kits. The grapes, harvested throughout the world, are destemmed, juiced, and run through a low-temperature vacuum designed to gently extract the water without destroying the delicate flavor of the grapes. You can make superior quality wine at home with any one of these kits. Next, mention this ad and get $10 off oak infusion tubes. Integrate new oak flavor and structure into wine stored in a neutral barrel. A fantastic way to reduce the cost of buying new barrels with total control over the oaking process. Simply insert the oak-filled tube into your neutral barrel for maximum extraction and total control of the flavors you're trying to capture. For more information on both of these discounted products and how to use them, go to morewinemaking.com. And don't forget to mention this ad to receive your discount when you call in your order to More Flavor at 800-600-0033. Finally, never meaning to leave our homebrewers wanting, it's time for our new feature, the More Beer Monthly Podcast Quick Brew Tip with owner-partner Chris Graham. Each month, we'll bring you a new tip, trick, or technique to improve your homebrewing. This month, as spring is upon us and temperatures are starting to rise, Chris gives us a cheap and easy way to help control fermentation temperatures. Chris? The trick is you put a wet t-shirt on top of your fermenter. This wicks the temperature off of the fermentation through evaporative cooling. Just doing that alone will usually lower you 2 to 3 degrees minimum during your peak fermentation. To increase this power, put an oscillating fan in front of the fermenter, and we've seen this get another 5 to 6 degrees off of your fermentation temp. If you really want the best of all worlds, go out to a gardening center, Home Depot, Lowe's, any of those places, and get a planter dish for the big terracotta-looking planters. You just buy the bottom dish for about 2 to $3. Usually they're made of plastic. Plenty of room in there. Put the carboy in there. You can put ice all around it, put some water, and put a t-shirt over that. The t-shirt will wick the water up during the day, helping to remove the heat. Put ice in there and further increase the cooling power. 
Well, that should help keep those fermentations in check. Tune in next month to get to know Jason Petros for our Meet the Team portion of the More Beer Monthly podcast. You may have heard him on the Brewing Network, but we'll find out about how he got started brewing and how he helps folks get new and innovative brewing products every day. Plus, Chris Graham will be giving us another fermentation tip as the temperatures continue to rise. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you here in May for the next More Beer Monthly podcast. The More Beer Monthly Podcast is a production of The Brewing Network. For more information or to hear additional beer audio, visit thebrewingnetwork.com.